Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rasita and Robert. It is April 26th, already almost the end of the month. And I'm joined by my co-host and brother in the martial arts, Sifu Robert Deal. Hey, Sifu Bob, how you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. So, i, I got to get this straight with you. You're having problems before okay. the show. You're having problems. The yep. Skype won't connect you, right? And then you text me and say, don't panic. Do you even know me? Because <laughs> if you panic, I panic. <laughs> if you, I did. He's like, we've only got three minutes. And I'm like, thank you. I just wasted 30 seconds looking up this text message. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. But anyhow, yeah. I, and I said, don't panic. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But I started to, I started oh. to cry. He's like, "Oh my God, she doesn't even know me at all." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, I know it, it started out being a inter an interesting evening on the show. Technical difficulties, um, but <laughs> but hopefully the rest of the show will be okay. So today, everyone, it's our open mic night. It's Rant Raven mic night here at the Dynamic Dojo. So feel free to give us a call and join the conversation. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699 if you want to join us. Um, Or you can hit up our chat board. In fact, I guess it would help if I launched the chat board. (laughs) See? Technical difficulties I have. No, but I'm I'm the moderator now. I'm I'm okay, the moderator. I'm the person with the God buttons and stuff like that. Um, right. Anyway, so it's yeah. So if you want to call in, join the mission, we can talk about pretty much anything. Pretty much anything. We try to stay away from from uh, politics and religion, but uh, and and that and, and I'm talking about like politics, like politicians' politics, that kind of thing. We always talk about martial arts politics, and it just so happens that later on, after the break, um, I've got like this um, cool audio from a guy named Randy King. He's got a uh, uh, YouTube channel called KPS Martial Arts, and he's got a lot of rants and a lot of raves and a lot of great martial arts information on his YouTube channel. And he ranted about politics in the martial arts, and I asked him if I could use the audio from his uh, from his video, and he said... By all means, and he also gave me his email address also, so I might email him after the show and find out whether or not he wants to be a guest uh, in a few months, so after the whole Masters Hall of Fame thing, <laughs> so it'll be kind of cool, 
So we're going to be talking about all sorts of cool stuff. So if you want to just rant about something, rave about a cool restaurant or whatever in your area or whatever, we don't care what you want to talk about, but preferably martial arts oriented. At least mention the word martial arts in there. We'll be good to go. All right. Very cool. Cool. Well, so what's going on in your end of the world there, Bob? Well, I got to tell you this story because I got really upset last night. I thought I was going to hurt somebody. This is when you know it's out of control. When, uh, you know, my back went out about five years ago. Herniated. I mean, I can't stand for a long period of time. I'm just a mess after years of wrecking my body to martial arts. As everybody does. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at Don Baird Night Live. Mm-hmm. A very dear friend of mine. At the museum. Guy, and it's like, and I told the, the, the one of the instructors, Don's wife last night, I said, you better teach your students how to be aware of their surroundings. I, I mean, I was literally furious. Well, Don mm-hmm. was rolling, rolling through these pictures of, of Don and mm-hmm. different people, and I was in about four or five of them. The first one came up, and I think he was serious. He said, oh, mm-hmm. my God, that's, John, that's Jonathan Winters. What? <laughs> I... I Dude, I was furious. What? Now, who said this? Some guy is sitting right next to where I was standing. I looked at him and I said, oh. you do know that was me, don't you? Mm-hmm. And he got really quiet because I was, I was literally, I didn't get pissed that often, but last night I was upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the, no, okay. Does this okay? Hold on, <laughs> I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Does this guy know who you? Did this guy know who you were previous? No, but in no way, shape, or form do I look like Jonathan Winters. Right, but but hold on, <laughs> you know that. But for anyone that does that, that's only like, is this guy younger? Because if he's only seen one picture of Jonathan Winters, right? Okay, and this is all I'm saying. If he's only seen one picture of Jonathan Winters, and he's some younger dude that doesn't know any better, right? You know, all they see now, is, you know. See, they have the same argument, but at my age. They'd have to what? I'm sorry, what? They, they had the same argument last night, but the guy's my age. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, yeah, if it was okay. some young punk kid that may have seen... It's this, uh, what's that one with Buddy Hackett? It's, uh, it's, what's that driving movie? From oh, like the, the Wacky World, or I forget the name of it. Uh, oh, they have the yeah, same word yeah, like four know. or five times. You know what I mean. If they had seen that mm-hmm. and they were like, even as old as 30, okay, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. But when you but when you're my age and you make that comment and you're sitting by right where I'm standing, oh mm-hmm. oh, oh my god, I, <laughs> I was I was I was furious. I I was wow. I was really, I, yeah. So what did what did you tell the guy? I mean, I you know other than you do know that's me, don't you? <laughs> that was I mean, pretty much like, it. I I didn't I didn't talk to him the rest of the night. I didn't even acknowledge his existence. Is it this somebody like, we know? No, or is it just some no. dude that just showed up just and decided? One of those. Dang. Students. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and that—that that just see, you know, people. Okay, 
I gotta I gotta do this because I you know I've been mistaken for um, I literally had a bunch of teenagers go were you in a Jackie Chan movie and I'm like no I mean you know that's I guess that's a little better than being mistaken for Jonathan Winters but I've also had people uh, you know mistake me for being um, a lot older right you know believe it or not you know I hey, told you to dye you your hair Ains, mom. You know, oh, aren't you Ains mom? I am not Ains mom, right? It's <laughs> and you know, and Ains Ains a, a Vietnamese kid, right? I am not Ains mom. Oh, <laughs> there's gonna be silence, and I'm like, I'm in seafood. Oh, <laughs> and then they walk away, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, well, whatever, but um. But see, okay, I'm going to have to talk to students out there. Okay, students, if you're at an event with your teacher, first and foremost, number one, you know, uh, make sure that you're always pouring tea for people, making sure glasses are filled. Number two, the most important, don't say nothing stupid. You are representing your teacher, period. Don't say anything stupid. Don't even joke. That's all I got to (laughs) say. That's good. So I'll rant raving around and start early. It started right now. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it's like, dang, you know, I mean, stuff like that. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, uh, obviously that guy had no idea what he was talking about at all, at all. So anyway, our okay. chat board's up. So, so if anybody wants to chat with us, please do. Okay. What else is going uh, on? No, it was here? a good night all in all. We had a blast. A lot of good speeches. I didn't get up because I know where some of the bodies are buried. Because I remember Donald oh, yeah. was a different man. Right. And he right. he happened to hint to that. Now it was funny. There's this very nice girl dating one of his students, which it's 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 like a matchmaking club sometimes at Don Barrett School. There's been marriages, boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> babies, you know, whatever the case. Well, there's this one nice mm-hmm. girl there. Her name's Diana uh, Ming Chong. So it's a Chinese girl. Mm-hmm. She's about four or five inches shorter than you. Oh, that's short. Yeah, she's really short. <laughs> she, she's sitting on that's a boyfriend's really lap. She stands up to give him uh-huh. a standing applause. And I did this to you the first day I met you. This girl mm-hmm. stands up and I said, Diana, she, he, he said, stand up. Oh, God, you are. <laughs> you know, okay. You know, <laughs> okay, I got I to gotta call you out on this. So you're going to make short jokes, right? Yeah, you get all pissed off when people call you Jonathan Winters. Uh, you know, could be a mistake and just them being stupid. But you thought about saying that. So, bam. <laughs> There, there was a difference. I knew her, and she could take it. Yeah, yeah. but he had no I, idea. Know, I gotta go back to the. I I have to go back to the to the. Um, I was gonna look for another word other than the word I was gonna say. Ignorance of that guy last night. I mean, it's kind of like really, and I, it, it all boils down to. Come on, folks. You represent your teacher. If you're gonna be at an event. That is that is um, paying homage to your teacher. Okay, be respectful and represent your teacher. Don't be an asshat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yeah, drawing in the air. 
Yeah, I'm all drawing in the air to make it a point, and of course, no one sees me. Sometimes I forget we're on radio. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so a lot of people there, eh? At the Don Bear Day. Oh yeah, I, I had to stand up. I was very uncomfortable by the end. I had to stand up for the whole thing because we had a lot of people there. Uh, they didn't expect yeah. rain. It started raining around one thirty. They had to get chairs in because they had chairs all over the place. They had put tarps up. Uh, and wow. then I was I was at Burbank on parade yesterday at seven o'clock setting up signs. The parade was eleven mm-hmm. to one. Just missed the rain. It was like it couldn't have ended. Any oh time. wow! It ended at one. The rain started at one one thirty. Uh, and I guess why I mentioned the parade is uh, a few of the parade cars that I posted online last night while I was standing there were parked across the street from the museum. They had uh, mm-hmm. Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, and Herbie the Love Bug car parked across the street, which oh, was pretty cool. cool. Right on. That's awesome. Well, congratulations no, before- to Master Don Baird. Absolutely. He's a great guy. Absolutely. Uh, he's getting in uh, uh, some physical problems now from over the years, just getting banged up. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's 68 with a, with a much younger wife. Uh, about 30 years his senior. Almost. Almost. Mm. I think she's mm-hmm. younger than me. But you have to explain this to me. I meant to ask you before we went on, but you were having technical problems. Before we read the right. birthdays. You would put some in blue and some in black. And, and you know, I thought maybe we separated them between you and I. But some of them are mine. Mm-hmm. I've got some blues and I've oh, got some black. You mean, Is there a reason? You mean on the notes? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a reason. Because when I was making the notes, <clears throat> I, I started to type some into the notes and then copy it and put it into Facebook and then, like, tag people, right? And I went, well, that's stupid. I'll just tag more. everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then yeah, right. and then some of them turn blue, right? So uh, then, what I did is after I after I did that, I just said, well, I don't want to have to like find which ones I just typed in. So I just copied everything off of Facebook and put everything and replaced what uh, what you initially sent me on the notes. So that's why everything's all messed up. But I indented the ones that are mine. Oh, oh is that how you separate? Perfect. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. now I understand which you I, I I pretty much could have done it, but I'm glad you did that so that'll tell me. Which ones are mine and which ones are yours? Yeah, mine's are the ones that are indented seven spaces. <laughs> so yeah, well why don't we get on with the birthdays then since we're dealing with indents <laughs> and some that are blue and some that are black and some that are linked and some that are not. <laughs> That's right. Okay, first yeah. off. His birthday is today. Good friend of the show has called in numerous amounts of time. Been a guest on her show, uh, Shehan Jacob Bresler. His birthday is today. Spice Williams Crosby. She was married to Bing Crosby's grandson. Or, wow. No, you know what? I take that back. I think it may have been his son because she is older than I am. So it may have been his son, mm-hmm. but I don't know which one. Uh, okay. And she was a regular. I don't know where she was cast or what she was doing, but remember that I did a security gig at the Alex Theater in Glendale for a Star Trek mm-hmm. day. Well, Lieutenant O'Hara showed up. Well, this woman was also there, which I know very well. I saw uh, uh, Cecil People's Day. 
somehow she was a cast mm-hmm. member on Star Trek. Not maybe not the original, mm-hmm. but she was a cast member. So happy birthday to them. Wow, cool. Uh, Michael Bumgarden. He was the writer, director, producer of the Martial Arts Kid, which is coming out very, very soon. A good friend of mine from high mm-hmm. school, Mark Jackson, his birthday is on the 29th. One of my inductees to the Masters Hall of Fame, uh, not this year, a couple of years ago, Gurley Abad, the wife of the late Alan Abad. Uh, Lou Dwyer, she just got back from Munich. She was at the Munich Honor Awards. Her birthday is on the yeah. Uh, Christina Carter, her birthday when she's a she's a, a good friend of ours and uh, married to Master Craig Carter. Her birthday is on May first, mm-hmm. and my niece turns twenty nine. Uh, oh. I remember how old she is on the first. Is that my sister in law was pregnant at my wedding? Ah. So I know that she's 29 because I just had my 29th anniversary in February. Mm-hmm. And that is it ah. for my birthdays for this week. Right on. Well, I've got a few for this week also. Uh, happy birthday on the 26th. That's today to Trish Chivari. Um Also, happy birthday tomorrow, the 27th, to Chuck Cagnette of the Cagnette family. Uh, happy birthday on the 29th to Jamie Leno Zimron, who was a guest of ours uh, last month, I believe, and also to one of my Tai Chi students, Ethan Savaglio. Um, also, happy birthday on the 30th to a good friend of mine, uh, Jennifer Yabut, and a member of Palma, Nancy Rothenberg. And last but not least, on May 1st, happy birthday to Ginny Smithers. So, oh, so for everyone know, having people, a birthday. I missed one. I missed oh. one. Mark Nikita, oh, okay. his a good friend oh, yeah. of mine, old time martial artist. His birthday is on the twenty ninth. And who was Jamie Zimron? I do not. Am I losing it? I mean, she was a guest on our show. Yeah, she was a guest on the show. She was the really? Aikido lady. Yeah. Oh, oh, yep. she was the Aikido. Got it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, for everyone having a birthday, April twenty sixth through May second. Wow, where's all the where's all the time gone? It's the end of uh, I know it's the end of April already. Anyway, April twenty sixth through May second. This tune is free too. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. Party, party in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to party, party, time to celebrate Awesome. Happy birthday, everybody. All right. Let's move on to any announcements. I don't have any really on my end. Do you see football? Of course. We're going to do the same announcements until those dates pass. 
first off, we've got the match yep. coming up in just over a month. The deadline is this Saturday for nominees Woo. to get all the paperwork in and make the reservations and all that. Uh, that's going to be a fun time. That's going to be a blast. But, you know, I get an email from Andre Dan Hecht yesterday asking me if Michael would, hold, would uh, host the seminars this year. And I said, ah, you know, I think he would. I think he would in a little back area. But I'm thinking, well, for one, you and I don't have time to run it this year. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that, that Saturday is going to be absolutely insane. Between the whip class yeah. and breakfast and being with our inductees and, and all that, we can't do this this time. And then yeah. my other thought was, yeah. you know, I was working, I, the last two years, it, it took me months to work on everything. You know, I was working on getting mm-hmm. seminars at least three to four months in advance. Isn't it a little late? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a little late. It's not like you can just call people up right now and say, oh, by the way, you know. I mean, technically you could, but then it wouldn't be like, you know, sought out or anything. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, and plus, honestly, yeah. you've been there for the last two years. I don't think the seminars are working. I, I you know, I, I mean, I, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, I don't know. I mean, it's a great idea. I like the idea that, that, you know, some of our, um, you know, masters are, are, are teaching and stuff, but, I guess there's something um I guess there's something that we're not doing. I don't know if we're not marketing it right or uh maybe what's turning some people away is that some people think, "Wow, in order for me to to go to these seminars, I I, I have to buy a dinner ticket." So that's $150 for me wanting to go to like two seminars. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like maybe that's turning people away. Um I mean, well, they've maybe. never been open to the public, though. Yeah, and then that's probably why it's not working. Because, like, you know, pe- people, students will come if they're teaching, but then you, you know how it goes. It's kind of like it's kind of like tournaments, right? You know, you come, you do your thing, like you do your form, and then you leave after you get your trophy or not, unless you're sparring. That's what a lot of people do. Right. I mean, I went to a tournament yesterday, and that's what people did. People came and did their kata, got their trophy, or didn't, and they left. And, you know, by the end of the day, it was like, really? There's nobody here. And the, and the thing is, this is in the end, this year, it's, it's at the Roosevelt Hotel. It's absolutely at the entertainment capital of the world. Yeah, yeah. There are going to be and, people sightseeing and doing all that yeah. because they've never been here, they've never been here before, or it's been a really long time. They're going to be seeing yeah. Hollywood, seeing the sights, hanging out with like us. Exactly. I mean, we're having a bowling night. We're doing the the whip thing. We're having dinner probably with people. Breakfast. You know, we're just we're just going to be social butterflies that that week. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It is going to be tough. So I think for this time around, um, at least for the next couple times around, if if, if Hunchy Dan wants to keep it in um, um, uh, Hollywood, that it'd probably be a good idea that we didn't do it. Um, the seminars, um, especially on the same day, that's always tough too, because then 
oh, now I got to, like, run back to the room, and then I got to, like, shower, and then, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, that was exactly. a little tough. Um, that was a little tough. Um, so I don't know. I mean, um, either that or we charge a very nominal fee for the public to come in, like 25 yeah. bucks for the whole day of seminars or something like that. Uh, but they can't go to the dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, I don't. So I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it just kind of depends on how we market it. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Oh, so so uh, I guess two weeks ago, Tony Cohen contacts me. Mm-hmm. He's bringing okay. somebody else with him as well. He's bringing one of his students and his student's girlfriend is coming out out for the, for the uh, masters. But, and I mm-hmm. don't know if I'm speaking out of t- school, and Tony, forgive me if you're listening, he got a gig as the bodyguard for the Indiana governor. Really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a cool Very gig. Very cool. I know, right? That's cool. That is. Right on. I thought you were going to say something like he got a... Yeah, congratulations. At first, I thought you were going to say he got he got a gig, you know, for the Indiana governor during the weekend of the Master Hall of Fame. I thought you were going to say something like that. Oh, and I when was gonna he go, started telling me, oh. I thought that's where it was going to. Uh-huh. And you're like, really? <laughs> well, congratulations, Tony. That's awesome. That is very <laughs> awesome. And would they say it at every, every – uh, uh, honor night and, and so forth. Museum, we got Dragon Fest coming up every time now, and I mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons he's having all these nights back to back to back to also push Dragon Fest two day event. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. There, there. Last year we had twelve hundred people. This year we're having we're going to probably have about two thousand people. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and one thing with the Masters, we've got thirty inductees that have completed their registration and so we're about two thirds there. Woohoo. Right on. Right on. So in the uh, nominees oh. I I just gotta announce this to nominees. This is a call out to all the nominees. Um you've uh, most likely um I should say definitely have received your confirmation paperwork from Dana Hecht of the Masters Hall of Fame. Um, So if you want to accept your award, please make sure you get your confirmation paperwork and your banquet reservations in ASAP because um, they're due by, well, this Saturday, the first or the second. Wait, Friday, isn't it? That's the first. Yeah. No, that's the first. Are you there? Get another 25 seconds. I'm here. Oh, there you are. There you are. Okay, yeah, Yeah. now I can. Uh, You broke up really bad. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking of calling back on Skype, but I'll get to that later. But get your stuff in, folks, because when the tickets are gone, they're gone, regardless of whether or not you are a nominee or not. Um, Because the seats, we can't hold the seats, you guys. For nominees, we can't because the hotel, the hotel just has so many seats. We can't hold them, 
So that's you right. Know, in get in your, the past, we've been able to open up walls. We've been able to put next tables in. This year, we can't. At three hundred, we're done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's absolutely it. So please, folks, get your get your stuff in. <laughs> All right. And uh, can you tell our listeners again when Dragon Fest is? Dragon just Fest for is, is, let's see, I just got to switch pages here real fast. I do want to get the page right. It is July 18th and 19th from 11 to 6 at beautiful Burbank Holiday Inn. And some of Very the vendors cool. will be Ferguson Bank, Art Industry of Playlock, MarshallInfo.com, West Coast Wing Chun with Samuel Kwok, Wing Chun Temple with Clark Tang, Sidekick Publication, Jer- Jeremy Lou's Hyperactive Monkey, Harold Vidal, the Museum Store, The Stunt People, Way of the Balazone with Paul Factura. Now, the funny thing about him is I used to train with Paul Factura about 20 years ago. Down in China, down in the wow. original JKD brothers, uh, James Santee filmed The Underdogs with Philip Reed, Ed Parker Jr. filmed The Martial Arts Kid, James Wilson, The Chemist with Art Camacho, Print Effects, 2K Customs, Valley Martial Arts Supplies, Saul Kualu with Lua Weapons, Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio, Kane Masters yeah. with Mark Shuey. And Robert Parham. Now, featured guests will be Joe Montagna, Steve Odekirk, Cynthia Rothrock, Eddie Akitas, Fumio Demora, Oliver Gruner, Albert Leong, Doug Wong, Terry Ogawa Wong, Don the Dragon Wilson, Art Camacho, Saul Kualu, Philip Reed, Simon Reed, John Tamaki, and Mr. Carl Potten. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, folks. So go check it out. Get your get your tickets. They're on sale right now, right? Am I right? Right now, it's twenty five dollars for one day or thirty for both. Uh, I don't know how many vendors they have left. I think he said something about six. Wow. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> go check it out, folks. All right. So, Bob, are you still there? Because it looked like you cut out, too. No, I'm right here. Oh, okay. Because it went completely silent, like like dead. I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And you know, if, and I, I, if I'm just, completely silent, silent, something's wrong. Yeah, like you're gone. You hung up or something. I've just got one more announcement, like uh, – like um, I'll always do until the event, the Pacific Association of Women's Martial Artists Training Camp is August 14th through 17th, and we've got a chock full of great women instructors, uh, including Kumulua Michelle Manu, who'll be teaching uh, Kaivalu and Hula, um, all sorts of great people. There's going to be Chinese martial arts there, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, traditional jiu-jitsu, bullwhip, I'll be teaching bullwhip, judo, wrestling. Uh, karate, extreme martial arts, uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, our niece and Eskrima Kajikembo. Um, check it out, ladies. Uh, this camp is uh, open only to ladies. It's a women's only camp. And uh, the Pacific Association of Women's Martial Artists is uh, one of the oldest women's only martial arts organizations in the United States, um, along with uh, NWMAF, which is the uh, 
National Women's Martial Arts uh, Federation and AME, the Association of Women's Martial Arts Instructors, um, along with those two other uh, women's uh, martial arts organizations, we're uh, one of the three of the only martial arts uh, organizations only for women. So go check it out, folks. Uh, go to pama.org, P-A-W-M-A dot org to register and get more info. All right. Very cool. Um, that's it for my announcements. Do you have any more announcements, Bob? No, that was it for me. Just the two. All right. Well, I don't have any more announcements either. So um, we would normally go to health news, folks, but uh, the article itself is more suited for our uh, open mic. So we're going to go ahead and... We're going to go ahead and skip that. So since we're skipping the health news, let's move on to weird news. All right. Okay. Now, who this article is, the way I pulled it out of weird news is because all of us have wanted to do this at one time. Right? Hmm. You probably saw the headline, right? Colorado. Uh, I gotta go back battle. and read it. Let's see. Uh, this, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it might have been today. <laughs> Colorado man ends oh, battle with computer by shooting it eight times. It's a dirty, airy version of tech support. A Colorado Springs man was hit with a municipal violation after he ended a long, long-running battle with an un- uncooperative computer by blasting it eight times with a handgun on Monday, police said. He was. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's what I call serious anger issues. Yeah. <laughs> serious. Uh, Lucas Hitch, serious uh, 37, was given a, a violation for discharging a weapon inside city limits, police said in a report entitled, Man kills his computer. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. <laughs> the police <No. laughs> report said that Hinch was fed up with fighting his computer for the last several months and shot it in the back alley behind his home just before 7 p.m., effectively disabling it. <laughs> shot it in the back alley, no less. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, didn't, he didn't want to ruin the other stuff. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Police public information officer, Lieutenant Catherine Buckley, said he shot the old Dell desktop machine with a high-point 9mm pistol. Oh, jeez. He he did tell us he thought it was okay because he was in an open-carry state. Buckley said... And it is illegal in the city limits to discharge this firearm unless one is protecting life or property, he said. Mm-hmm. The violation would most likely result in a fine, Buckley said. The police department posted a video of uh, posted a photo of the blasting machine on its Twitter and Facebook pages. I saw the picture. It was the back of the computer had a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, you know, 
people like that, they need they they do need anger management. Oh That's wait, hold on a second. I'm getting I'm getting some feedback here. Let's see. Um I'm trying to like uh I'm trying to like call in on Skype because um our direct connect is uh not working, but I'm getting um I'm getting a delayed uh delayed playback so I can hear our show but 2 seconds behind. So. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take care of that while you're reading off the entertainment news. So here is the entertainment news singer. Oh, very cool. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys, if anybody out there, if you are, your age is showing, if anybody remembers the TV show Night Court. Well, Night Court star, and, and he's in an actual TV series to now. But it says Night Court star John Larroquette was involved in a brutal car accident that that uh, severely injured a reality TV star who claims he can't get no satisfaction from from John or his insurance company. The alleged victim Joe Mun- Munweiser, a tattoo artist on Oxygen Tattoo After Dark, and and his list of of injuries are horrific. Broken ribs, fractured spine, fractured hand, and loss of half his kidney. Wow. What? Yeah. That, that, that oh, was this a guy wreck. That was a wreck. Up. Yeah. Well, Mainweiser claims Larroquette made an illegal turn out of a Venice, California parking lot in December, smashing into him and his motorcycle. Police investigated the law enforcement sources tell us it's likely John Larroquette will face criminal charges. Wow. That's not sitting well with Joe, who claims Larroquette promised to cover his medical expenses, but the actor's insurance company won't pay up. He says he can't work, and his unpaid medical bills are mounting. Unclear if Larroquette is aware of Munweiser's situation, we've made multiple attempts to contact him, but his people aren't responding. Joe says his next move will be a lawsuit. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no Dang. kidding. And and there were pictures. There were pictures that came with the story that the Sifu Bob was reading. And <laughs> we lost Rosie. This is the second week in a row that we lost her. I was freaking out. Thought my phone was about to drop, but. Let's go to a caller from area code 704. Caller from area code 704, you're on Dynamic Dojo. Who am I speaking with? (laughs) Hello there, Dynamic Dojo Radio. This is Pat McDaniel from North Carolina. Hey, I thought I recognized you, Professor. How are you? I'm fine, brother. How are you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing very well. Well, you know, somehow we lost Rusty. Second week in a row, her Skype just went south. I thought it was my cell phone. And then I looked, and she's not gone. She's like, vanish, <laughs> gone. So, how is everything with you, man? How You want to talk about something? You want to rant, rave? You want to talk about the upcoming Masters? <laughs> I have no I idea what happened. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Well, no, I'm just, just like, what's that? 
Yeah, I hate my ass. How how you doing over there? <laughs> is this Patrick McDaniel? Hi. <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, I saw your number. I saw your number on our board. I started talking. And there hey. she goes again. Well, you know. what? Yeah. yeah, we're losing her. We're losing her. <laughs> yeah, we're we're losing me. I don't I don't know what's going on. It, that made no sense, but. <laughs> Anyhow, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on Open Mic Night. Yeah, so we we get to talk about all sorts of all sorts of cool stuff later on. So anyway, folks, give us a call three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine because I don't know when uh, I'll get kicked off again. So well, that there are other people that there are other people with us. So, um, anyway, you know, our thoughts go out to John Larroquette, who is in that bad accident. But also, I also want to address um, uh, the big earthquake that was in Nepal, Nepal uh, yesterday. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, over, you know, and I think the numbers now are over two or 3,000 that are reported uh, or confirmed uh, deceased. Um, oh, and this wow. Is, this is like, yeah, this is just so tragic and um i don't remember the 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 magnitude of the quake i think it was like a seven point something seven point eight or something and so that's like yeah yeah, it's it's, it was big that's like the big san francisco earthquake that's That's, exactly right you know it's that's huge and when you have an earthquake that causes a landslide on mount everest that's a big quake that's Um, a big quake definitely yeah so, you know, our thoughts go out to the people of Nepal, um, Kathmandu, and all of the other neighboring areas that have been affected. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stay strong. Stay strong, Nepal. Stay strong. We, we're we thinking about you. So, wow. Kind of funky, huh? So, <laughs> yeah, anyhow, why don't, yeah, why don't we do this? Um, let's go ahead and just take a quick break. Um, and in about four minutes, we'll just go ahead and talk about anything and everything. Um, some of the stuff on our notes right now um, is uh, some audio from um, Randy King's uh, YouTube channel. Um, and he says he's sick of martial arts politics. <laughs> We've also got some of the lamest excuses for missing class or workouts and uh, <laughs> some interesting – yeah, I know, right? These are these are funny. These are so funny. And some interesting um, – Top lessons learned in martial arts training um, that uh, were featured on ProgressiveCombatSystems.com. So don't go away, everyone. We'll be back in about, oh, four minutes. We'll be right back after this. A boy born in Joplin, Missouri, was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent, one in 260,000. The odds of him having 15 career NASCAR victories, one in 1.7 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 68. I'm Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood have really bullied me. There's these teenagers around my neighborhood who sometimes just ride around us on their bikes calling, calling us swear words and like throwing stuff at us. He grabbed my jacket just to get in line first. And he was running after me, and then he grabbed me by the hood, and I started choking. I wasn't doing anything. He called me gay. 
actually didn't like me. Bullying is wrong because it like hurts people's feelings and it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can make someone feel uncomfortable and scare them and make them not want to go back to school. It lowers their self-esteem. And it doesn't just always hurt on the outside. It also hurts on the inside. But do you know what I say when he's bothering me? I say, don't do that. If you don't stop, then I'll go tell the teacher. Stop. Could you please not do that anymore? Stop. Stop bullying. It is not cool. Hi folks, this is Ristita De Jesus of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And I just want to send a shout out to a good friend of the Dynamic Dojo show, Mr. Justin Harvey. Now Justin's got two big passions in the world, and those are radio and martial arts. A student of Frank Dukes, Justin is a true student of the arts. Now Justin has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't stop him at all. In fact, If somebody says that something can't be done, Justin will just get out there and do it, no matter what. He's the host of The Justin Harvey Show and has had guests such as Cynthia Rothrock, Frank Dukes, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Eric Lee, and many more. The Justin Harvey Show is syndicated on iTunes, so what are you waiting for? Go check it out. Hi, this is Frank Dukes. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Okie dokie, and we are back. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Ristita and Robert, and our phone number here is 347-677-699, and it is open. Okay. Oh, there it went. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, did I come on? Did I come on finally? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. You're, you're back. <laughs> I'm back. We are back. Yeah. So right on. So you know, uh, uh, listeners, if if you're listening and we keep cutting out, can you let us know on the chat board underneath the Blog Talk Radio show marquee? Of course, I can't like check the chat board because even though I was logged on as the moderator, somebody else logged me out. I have no idea. That's weird. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, what's going on? I nothing, nothing's working today. So I'm gonna rant about that for a second, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like when you do something about it. That's right. Yeah, you know, and I don't know what's going on. It's kind of like I, I, I come, I log into my Skype. I've got Skype up, and the last recent quote unquote um, call apparently that I made from Skype 
was March 15th. I know that's not right. Okay. Right? And okay. none of Sorry. my favorites, none of my favorites are up on my Skype thing. And I'm like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. Skype doesn't like to play with blog talk or with my blog talk radio all of a sudden. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and get some of um, some of our open floor, open forum type stuff uh, going. I was actually um, trolling around on YouTube, and I found this uh, this cool channel called KPS Martial Arts. And uh, there's a guy named Randy at or so not not KPS. It's KPC Martial Arts. Sorry, Randy. KPC Martial Arts, and he's uh, got a great channel there that has info about martial arts, um, uh, raves about stuff he likes, and rants about some other stuff. And I kind of want to play a uh, 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 snippet or the full uh, audio of uh, a video that he did last year, and it's entitled Sick of martial arts politics. <laughs> so here it is. And again, this is Randy King, sick of martial arts politics. I'm Randy King, and I'm sick of martial arts politics. There's a couple of rants rolled into one here. Um, being a lifelong martial arts student, doing it since I was 10, um, there's lots of things you can't stand on martial arts. That's actually where these rants came from, is that I can't stand a whole bunch of stuff. The biggest one is martial arts politics and false certification. We're going to try and get through both today, but we might make this two rants as well. Politics is one of the worst things in martial arts ever. It is an international pissing contest, usually between people who haven't met, about where their status is according to their teacher's random ranking system. There's very little cohesiveness in martial arts, and there's a lot of backdoor handshakes to get certifications. I know a lot of instructors, I know of a lot of instructors, I would never train with them, that will handle certifications if you hand them a certification. So, for example, somebody emails me, hey Randy, I really like your system. I teach this system, and I'd love to certify you as one of our guys, and you can certify me as one of your guys, and we can cross market. Even though I'm a marketing guy, that's shady and dirty. You should be proud of what you teach and your effect on the martial arts society without having people try and give you a bunch of pieces of paper. This is the paper dragon syndrome. Uh, people that just want to have a whole bunch of certificates on the wall to prove that they're deadly. I, this is why I understand that certificates are needed in gyms because people need them to validate these people have been doing martial arts. But they're so easy to get now. There's airport certifications being you just show up and people want to put you in their system. There's backdoor certifications like I just talked about. What you want to see is somebody's been with somebody and certified through that group multiple times. Having a bunch of diplomas on the wall, from it'd be like going to a doctor who had eight different diplomas from eight different schools. Well, you're 32. How do you have seven different medical degrees? Oh, well, this one guy let me do it here, and you know I did this guy's teeth, so I'm, I did it over here too. It's a ridiculous thing where certification kicks in, and then that adds into politics. This is where people start ranting and yelling about position and control. Oh, I have these major certificates, and I knew this guy, and this was the thing that I did, so I should be in charge of this system, and give me this committee, and give me this. When did martial arts become a popularity contest? When did it become a pissing contest? When did it be stop becoming about a person trying to become a better martial artist? I don't understand why people feel the need to validate themselves on pieces of paper to other people they'll probably never meet. 
if you judge my credentials, that's fine. I will show them to you. If you don't like them, that's also fine. If you're tricked by shiny pieces of paper and little pieces of foil on the side of a certificate, then I don't want you in my gym anyways. My name is Randy King, and I'm sick of martial arts politics. Follow us on Twitter, at KPC Self Defense, or subscribe below. All right. Well, wow. <laughs> that's Randy King. <laughs> and he had something to say about martial arts politics and and uh well, I did he I think he mentioned false certification um and the whole like, you know, backdoor, you know, type of stuff and stuff like that. So that's that's his rant. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> that was very cool. So, very cool. Yeah. So, what, what do you guys think of it? What do you guys think of what Randy had to say? Why don't we start with uh, Professor McDaniel's? Well, I, I think he's extremely accurate. And in fact, uh, I have been uh, confronted by a couple of people just like he described. You know, uh, I'm teaching this mm-hmm. kind of Kempo. I see that you're teaching that kind of Kempo. You know, how can we get together and exchange certifications and things of that nature? And when I ask about what I want from them, then they suddenly become uninterested. Oh, uh, 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 uh. uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Only because, you know, I'm not, what I know how to do is what I know how to do. And what I right. know how to do was based on Kaji Kimbo and my development to add uh, the, the noble concept in the Kaji Kimbo, which was endorsed by Cecil Imperato himself, and I do have that mm-hmm. certification. You know what, and that's what I know how to do. Uh, I have not fallen asleep. I don't intend. I don't think any martial artist should fall asleep. Um, something I mm-hmm. tell my students: when you get to a stage, you know, where you're at a rank, and I'm going to hold you there for a while because I'm looking for development, and you say, "Well, I'm starting to get bored." Here's what I'm going to say: if you're starting to get bored, then you're not trying to improve as a, as a martial artist. There's no way in the world you exactly. can be bored if you're trying to improve as a martial artist. So I think you mm-hmm. should get to a point where I need to create ways for me to make this this drill or this concept or this kata or my fighting skills stand out for my people, my sensei, my professor. I need to figure out a way to make this thing stand out because at some point I'm going to look for your character to bleed through this fundamental system I taught right. you. If I don't see your character, mm-hmm. then you're falling asleep, you know. So, yes, we need to be right. creative at some point. And I have been creative. When I read Ed Parker say, uh, the hands are so versatile, it's going to take three lifetimes to master them, I got busy. I got busy. <laughs> I got busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if it's going to take three lifetimes, then it's showtime for me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What about you, Bob? What, what, what did you think about what Randy had to say? <laughs> he was so accurate. You know, I, I've seen so many of these organizations that are, are doing backdoor certifications and people paying for certification. But when it comes to politics, mm-hmm. he only he didn't even scratch the surface. Thank you, thank you. He came, right. he came good though. Mm-hmm. He did. He did have a yeah. very good and very valid point. I've seen that too often. But and when it comes to politics, oh, my God. The martial arts is, mm-hmm. at, as well as some of our artists, 
are full of it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patrick got that <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah hey, Bob, don't, don't hold back. Don't hold back any, Bob. I know. Don't hold back, <laughs> Bob. Don't. Tell us how you really feel. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like this is why I want. I want Randy on our show. Um, in a few months after the whole Masters Hall of Fame guest series thing. I want him on the show. Um, he gave me his email address. Uh, we talked a little bit um, through YouTube and stuff like that. And this all happened today. I, I happened to see it, and I'm like, you know, that's a really great rant, I said. You know, I said, my podcast, we we're, we hate politics, and we're just trying to, like, bring the uh, martial arts community together as a community as opposed to, like, you know, Whose crap doesn't stink, and you know, what, who's, Yahoo is, and whose Yahoo is bigger, and all this other kind of stuff. And he's like, "Well, yeah, you can use the audio, you know, you can use the audio. Please feel free to share." And I'm like, "I'm doing it today." So, um, but I'll, I'll email him later on and and see if he'd love to be on the show with us because uh, he sounds like a fun guy. He's up in Canada, um, as if as if you can't tell from his accent. Uh, a boat. <laughs> Everything's a boat. A boat. I'm like, oh, he's a he's a Canadian guy. That's awesome. So, but that that was that was that was pretty cool. He said, and and you know, it takes a lot of guts to get on YouTube and call out the politics like that. I think, you know, I mean, he said it right right off the bat. Paper tigers and people that are like so distracted by shiny pieces of paper and foil. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, I've always accused you of being like that, but it was a different context. What? <laughs> I've always accused so, you of being yeah. being distracted by shiny stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm usually distracted by shiny stuff like 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 uh oh I don't know, knives. Right? I went yes, to a tournament right. yesterday. That's right. I went to a tournament yesterday and there was there there was of course a martial art uh a martial art uh supply company there. So I go over there and I'm looking at the throwing knives of course. I'm like, "Eh, no, I don't, I don't want these. These are like these yeah. have like playing cards drawn on them and junk like that." And I'm like, "Oh, look, a collapsible baton. <laughs> it's nice and Hello. shiny." <laughs> oh, look. A smooth, a nice smooth, cool pair of escrima sticks. That's nice and shiny. Yeah, I was, I was there for like half an hour, and I think I spent like hundred bucks. And I was like, what, what, what was I doing? Judging? Oh, oh yeah. But anyway. Hello. Hello. <laughs> she, she doesn't. I don't even know if she's still on anymore. On another. There you go. And she just comes back in the oh, conversation yeah. like nothing what, happened. Yes, you are. Well, I don't hear it when I'm. I don't hear it when I cut out. In fact, I'm gonna. We, we don't even have to figure out what I. Get. Yeah, we don't yeah. hear it either when you cut out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try this now. I'm gonna actually. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna call in on my cell phone for God's sake. There you go. <laughs> I'm calling in on my cell phone. I, this is this is pathetic. I don't understand. It's like first Skype. <laughs> Skype messes me up, and then now I gotta call in on a cell phone. <laughs> Here we go. Three, hey. seven, six, 
seven. Oh wait, hold on. Three four <laughs> seven. Three four seven. See, three four seven. Uh, six seven seven zero six. Okay. <laughs> this is <sighs> okay. Make it happen. Make it happen. Okay, we're gonna make this. We're gonna make this happen. Hold on a sec here. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to come in. There you are. I'm waiting. Okay. There you go. <laughs> That's better. Now I'm going to put that on hold. There I is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe there this you go. cell phone. Okay, let me turn on the volume here. All right. So (laughs) I was going to say, getting back to the politics um, of martial arts, it's uh, um, I I I was also uh, kind of uh, mentioning with uh, Randy about uh, rank police. (laughs) 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 The rank police, you know, those are the those are the guys that uh, take it upon themselves to to go around and make sure everyone is who they say they are. Right, right. You know what's funny though, Rusty, is the people that do that are not legitimate things we're finding out real recently. Right, right. Isn't that weird? (laughs) It is. I swear, Professor, there is a guy who's claiming 10th degree in uh, Tang Sudo. And he's the rank police. And he's claiming it's from the Korean government. And he's a white guy. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no government is gonna gonna rank a white dude. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah, just don't hold back at all, Bob. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand about the rank police is that you know why 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 take it upon themselves, right? What why is it all of a sudden it has to be them that has to go around right. and go, oh, so and so really isn't a third degree, or so and so really isn't a master under so and so and so and so, you know, um, you know, with all the time that people spend. Um, you know, trying to to you know prove people wrong. I mean, they could just be making themselves better. Now, the way I look at it, though, is like, okay, there are people out there that do not have legitimate rank. We've all met them. We've all seen them, right? There are people out there that that do need to be called out. I mean, I'm sorry if someone's 30 years old and says that they're a ninth degree um, in Goju Ru. Let's just say exactly. ninth degree exactly. in Goju Ru. I'm sorry, there is no way you could be a Nanadan when you're 30 years old. I didn't, you know what? Did your old. mother start training and you picked up where she left off? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> because because you because you kicked while she was pregnant with you. Does that count? I know. <laughs> that's, right? oh my God. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's a great one. Oh my God. I, that one deserves a rim shot. <laughs> oh, does. oh my god you know so there are people that that do need to be called out especially if they're going to be um uh i guess uh what's the word i'm looking for especially if they're going to be selling their services um and exactly. especially if they're 
and especially if they're teaching bullshaisa, if they're teaching stuff that doesn't, that isn't, you know, goju-ru, if that's what they're right. claiming, um, right. then, yeah, call the, you know, then, yeah, call them out. But do so tactfully. Do so like a professional. Now you've got people all over social media that will publicly shame people, Um you know, I guess it depends on, on, on the context. If someone's really being an idiot and really mm-hmm. making themselves out to be uber grandmaster, grand poobah and stuff like that. And, and right. you know, and I'm a grandmaster because it's like saying I have a Ph.D. because, you know, this online certification, uh, unaccredited uh, college online. You know, says I was. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's kind of like... Um, you, you know what I mean? Now, there's several ones that are accredited out there, you know, like there's University of Phoenix, there's um, accredited right. courses through the University of Washington. Australia um, University, yeah. Exactly, and you can actually get your Ph.D. and stuff um, online, um, exactly. and you got to do the work. But there are, there are like these, you know uh, – Co- uh, colleges and stuff like that that don't that aren't even accredited or even known universities. They just call them like ABC Online University, and exactly. you know, and you can get your accreditation that way. You can also get accredited in certain martial arts organizations. Um, well, they'll recognize your rank as it was maybe 15 years ago, and then they'll promote you to a rank that you should be had you have been active. So you exactly. could do nothing for 15 years and then and then get promoted three more ranks. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway, people need to get called out if they do that, but if someone is legitimate, right? And right. they're not online, they're not making big, you know, flashy videos or anything like that. Um, not writing books and all of a sudden they're on Facebook and they're, you know, people are addressing them as Hanchi, you know, it's when people go out of their way to try to prove that legitimate person wrong, you know, that's what drives me up the wall. Yeah. That's what drives me up the wall. And uh, people just feel so self-righteous and so important when they become the rank police. It's, it's uh, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) Anyway, next subject. Before we could go on about this, listeners, we could go on all night about that. But yes, let's can. move on. Let's move on to the lamest excuses for missing classes or workouts. <laughs> so, um, Super Bob, do you have the link open on your computer or tablet? So that way you can pick out a few that you like if you if you want. Because <laughs> there's a there's a lot. Okay, so. Uh, now here are some ones that I've that I've heard also, and, and uh, these are in categories. So here are some from the personal crisis category. Okay, uh, one of the excuses for missing uh, a martial arts class or a workout or yoga class or whatever is a home disaster. The pipe bursts okay. in your house. The toilet right. overflows, or a natural disaster befalls your neighborhood. Okay, so we understand if you couldn't make it to the gym. However. There's this one Pilates instructor, um, Andrea Spire. She says, she says, I had a client call me and tell me she saw an aunt in her house and couldn't leave to come to her session because she, because she had to wait to see if more ants showed up. That's, that's, that's classic. <laughs> and she said, she 
And the lady said, when there's one ant, there's usually a bunch lurking somewhere, so I can't come in. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> oh. Yeah, right? Okay. Um, here's another one, personal crisis. Okay. Um, sports performance coach and professional athlete, Andia Winslow says she she's been prodding a friend to return to workouts for a while when she received this response, quote unquote, I recently died. Hello. <laughs> and, and Winslow said, I definitely got my own ab workout from laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Here's a, here's one more in the personal crisis category. Um, I'm just too busy today. Now, for all of the hardcore trainers out there or martial arts instructors out there, good luck convincing one of them that something on your schedule should preclude your lesson. Now, another personal trainer, uh, Larissa DiDio, uh she says, I had a high-profile client of mine, and that means <laughs> that means it's probably a celebrity, um, tried to cancel because she had to shop for her husband's birthday. I wouldn't allow it, and I made her sprint with me to the store right down Madison Avenue. She did squats and lunges in the store while we shopped and then sprinted back home. So much for that excuse. Shut <laughs> <laughs> that one right down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so, Bob, do you do you see any any on that particular uh, page that you like and want to share? Uh oh, have we lost Bob? I think we did. Bob, are you still there? Bob. Okay, so you guys are taking turns now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bob. Bob, are you on mute, Bob? <laughs> Bob. Hello. <laughs> Bob, are you on mute? Oh my goodness. Bob. We've Bob. <laughs> Bob, are you there? <laughs> okay, I'm, well I'm I'll sure. do another one. <laughs> I'll do another one. <laughs> I know, right? Well it's it shows that he's still on the line here. So I I don't I don't know what's going on. Bob, are you still there? No, he's gone. He he did drop. So <laughs> Okay, so here's another one when he calls back. <clears throat> um this excuse is I got a boo boo. <laughs> um here's uh Roger Lawson is a is a uh, uh personal trainer of uh Roger Law Fitness and uh he says I once had a client tell me I cut my finger and I don't want it to get infected. Well, you know okay. that's what band that that's what I thought band aids were for. That's right? what I thought. That's <laughs> you know, I it's thought. like, oh my goodness. Well, yeah, there's Bob. You're Bob. You're, you're back. You're, you're it was weird. I wasn't on mute. My my mic was on, and you guys just could not hear a word I said. Couldn't nope. hear you. <laughs> you were you were out. You were gone. That's kind of weird. But anyway, yeah. So we we got you back. Well, we have someone on the line with us that just pressed one <coughs> that wants to uh, talk with us. So let's bring that mic up. We got area code five one six. Area code five one six. Who's this? 
Hi, Bob. Hi, Rusty. It's hey, Rose. Where, where are you? Hey. Where am I? I'm in Long Island. Check that out. How are you guys <laughs> doing? We are doing pretty good. What's you up to? I'm just coming off having a crystal workshop and oh, right on. I'm chatting and? with a fellow uh, Reiki master, and I thought this would be good to propose to you guys tonight. Maybe the people who are listening. I am, as you guys know, the host of Violet Reiki Radio, and I'm desperately looking for a martial artist who also is a Reiki practitioner. Oh, well, I guess that would be me. (laughs) Yeah, but when I'm on, you're teaching a class, lady. I know. Well, uh, on Thursdays, Thursdays Thursdays at 6, I can probably break away. The only Woo-hoo. problem would be it would be noisy, unless I, <laughs> unless I you know went into my car, <laughs> which oh, I could do, oh, <laughs> which I could do, but I could probably only be on. Well, how long are you on? I forgot how long your shows I'm are. On, Ninety I'm minutes. I'm on an hour. Oh, okay. But maybe well, the hour before your your class. Oh, I'm 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 teaching up until six. So, All right, so we'll yeah. So I can do I can do it I can do it. Because the thing is, you know what? There's a lot of stuff going on, and you guys, and even Bob. I mean, you guys are martial artists. You will understand this. That Reiki's gone from like being this practice, this Japanese practice, very respectable practice, to mm-hmm. and we we had the New Ages <laughs> taking us out into the into woo-woo world. land. And the hocus <laughs> pocus, wackadoodle, wackadoodle, snickadoodle, kind of what the yeah. heck is this stuff? That's <laughs> true. And then it's we had true. we had Reiki practitioners die hard trying to get to like. No, we're very serious, and we're trying to work with the medical community. And then so the medical community started to take us uh, in a position of like, yeah, okay, maybe they are credible. Let's give it a peek. Now we have people who are like going off on a whole nother tangent. And I right. think there's a need right now to tell people, look, this is what martial arts are, and this mm-hmm. is how learning martial arts and practicing martial arts helps to make you a better person, helps right. to empower you and enlighten you and just like all around do wonderful things to you and, and and for your life. And this is what Reiki is, and this does the same thing, and this is how both operate. So, right. You know what I mean? Get people like yeah. back on track. This is getting kind of crazy. It's like the pygmies have gone like, out of the forest, and they're they're on their way to the moon. <laughs> weird, you know, I weird. Would, I would be happy <laughs> to talk about the the uh, I guess the parallels between uh, martial arts training and cool. Reiki training and and stuff like that. Um, because you know, I I agree, Rose, that it's you know it's turned into like a big woo woo thing, and it's it's lost you know, its credibility as a as a practice. You know, that would be like um one of the uh paper tigers that we were talking about earlier, um, in martial arts, you know, uh saying, Oh, you know, I teach such and such and this is the best thing 
better than MMA, better than Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I guarantee right. that after two lessons, I will make you a master. But right, first you have right. to send me, but first you have to send me $500 right. to buy the DVD, to, to buy, not the DVD, you have to buy the MP3 series, listen to it, and then get with me on Skype, I'll wave my hands, and then you'll you'll get all of my knowledge. You know, it's turned it's turned into that. It's turned into a bunch of BS, and and unfortunately, you know, it, it's taken a very serious practice that does help people internally and externally, ex- externally, um, and turn it into literally, uh, I don't know what to call it, woo woo land. Woo woo. <laughs> you're actually really bad. Who? Yes, yeah, we all are. I think. We all are. Let me try something. Let me try something here. I don't hear you guys echoing. You guys sound fine to me. Am I echoing? Yes, I am. Yeah, you are. That's on your end, people. (laughs) Yeah. So tell you what, um, you guys keep talking. I'm going to call back on my cell phone. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. I thought she was on her cell phone. I guess she switched back over. Okay, Bob. We're alone. (laughs) Something. Now I'm echoing. Studio. Okay, we'll try this. I'm back on I'm back on direct connect. We'll see what happens. I'm still echoing. And so am I. We're we're in we're in four different locations of the United States and we end up in the same valley. Yeah, yeah, no. we're, we're almost in all four corners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> yeah, me and Bob have the West Coast corners. <laughs> Literally. And I've got the Southeast. And I'm on the yeah. Northeast. See? That's so weird. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something to see. I'm gonna try something to see if I can isolate this uh, this echo. Let's see here. I'm gonna start muting mics just off the bat here. Let's okay. see. Uh, let's try that one. Let's try this one. Okay. How about this one? Are we echoing? You're not. We're not. I, I didn't hear it. Are we echoing? I didn't hear the echo. I don't hear oh, the echo, guys. I think it's Rosie's line. <laughs> I think it's Rosie's line. line, yes. Blame it on me, the non-martial artist. You can't defend yourself. <laughs> I'll just drink you guys. <laughs> no, let's just keep talking. The listeners will just have to deal with the echo. But I'll oh, use my lightsaber. Since we have you on, Rose, for Rat Raven Rap, is there other than other than the the New Age uh, movement turning Reiki into, you know, woo-woo, is there anything else within your practice that you'd like to rave about or rant about? Uh, to rave or rant? Um, actually, my um, my guest, Dr. Uh, Sheldon Feldman from Columbia Presbyterian Hospital, he does use Reiki in his operating room, um, like Dr. Oz, and Dr. Feldman is the chief of uh, breast cancer surgery at uh, Presbyterian, Columbia Presbyterian, and he's making great strides with getting Reiki into integrative medicine, and 
his um, the person who assists him in the operating room is Raven Keys, and I know Raven is um, doing teaching medical Reiki to people who want to work in the operating rooms, and I think this is a really good thing for Reiki. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I just I just think it's really good that they would train people to go into operating rooms. And we have nurses who do Reiki. We have now they're training them how to operate um, in an operating room, how to conduct themselves in a hospital operating room setting, which I think is good. Um, I have a particular fear about that, again, because I don't want it to become, well, if you're not trained by a nurse or a doctor in a hospital, in an operating room, you're not a credible Reiki practitioner because Rusty, you hmm. know as well as I do, you know, Reiki comes from Japan. It was handed down from Usui Sensei, and mm-hmm. after that, the people who learned from him and then Mrs. Takata brought it here to the United States and the people who learned from her, it's Reiki master's student down the line. There is no Reiki college, right. you know. And yeah. I don't even think they could do such a thing because it's a Japanese practice here in the States, and I know the guy yeah. over in Japan doesn't even want to know about doing anything to help the, the Westerners give creditation to their Reiki because, you know, they probably think it's absurd. It's tradition. It's, you know, yeah. passed from master to student. End of story. You know, mm-hmm. but it, that doesn't kind of wrap itself around the Western mind. And I think yeah. there are a lot of people here in the West who think, well, if we get this organization and it's called yada, 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 that makes us credible. It's like, no. Right? You know? Yeah. I mean, like, pick any martial art. What do you do? You know, where's the where's the society of, of wushu or, or, you know, karate? Or, you know, you're certified by your master. Yeah. Yeah. And if the and master the says you're good to go, here. you know, that's it. End of story. You're good to go. Yeah. And the same thing happens in martial arts, too. You know, like, you know, you might have a traditional <clears throat> bona fide system, um, you know, whether it's, you know, within this century or whether or not it's taken, like, uh, 400 years um, to build its lineage. But then you have people that that, that are doing the same thing in, in, in Reiki, and you and I talked about this very briefly, and uh, there's so many... There's so many systems that start to uh, forget where the roots are and are completely different from the roots that they claim. Well, you know, what happens, it's like when people deviate, I, I feel when people deviate from the integrity of that which yeah. is Reiki, of that which was handed down by Usui Sensei, then that's where the lines begin to blur and the foundation gets really shaky. I mean, how many styles of Reiki are there now? I mean, there's like, I don't know, making one up. Diamond, Diamond Universe, you know, <laughs> Uber Crystal style or something. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. Because the thing is, just throw, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the thinking is, We'll just throw that word in there. We'll throw that Reiki word in there. Mm-hmm. And we'll look credible. Yeah. yeah. Just because you throw the word, yeah. word Reiki in something doesn't mean it's Reiki. 
Exactly. And we have a we have a word that, that coincides with that. It's master. <laughs> yeah. It's like everybody's a master. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure you oh, I'm sure goodness. this happens to you guys. You ever go to a function and you meet people and they they hand you, you know, they go to shake your hand. I mean I get it and I die. They're going to shake your hand. The first words out of their mouth is, I'm a Reiki master. Hi, I'm Rose. Oh, yeah, we get that. (laughs) We get that. Hi, I'm I'm master so-and-so. Hi, I'm Rosita. You know? You know? Why do you have to tell me who you are, right? Well, not even who, it's what. They've lost themselves in the what. What happened to the who? You know, and right, then tonight, exactly. I don't care what it is. That right there tells me I'm talking to an ego. Right. Yeah. I, I am not a martial artist, but I can tell you, you guys learned from day one, take that ego, kick it out the door. We're not about ego here. <laughs> <laughs> tell them how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on my shyness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring on another line here. Um, you know what? Let's see here. Whoa. <laughs> my my phone. <laughs> I don't know if you're hearing my phone, but my phone has a, a whip crack, and, <laughs> and it just went. I'm like, I see the text. Okay, let's bring on another line here. We got area code 951, and I think we've got Hunchy Daniel Hecht on the line with us. Hunchy Dan, how you doing? How are you? I'm uh, driving to Chicago. I figured I'd give you guys a call. Yay! Now I think I think we've got people from all corners of the United States now on the line. <laughs> we've got to cover. Got to cover. <laughs> right on. It's open mic night here, Hanshi Dan. You, you got anything you want to rave about night? or rant about? It's open mic oh night. Oh my god! We can talk about anything and everything. <laughs> we, can have, we do have an inductee on the line. Do we? Yes. Yes. Let's talk to him. Uh, yeah. Professor Patrick McDaniel from North Carolina, right, Professor? That's correct. Yeah, hey, Patrick. this is Hamchi Dan Hacks. He's the CEO of the Masters Hall of Fame. Out of sight, so I'm, I'm going to get to meet him as well. Yes, yep, sir. I'll yep. be there. I'm coming in from Ohio, so it's a, it's a good thing. Out of sight, man. I'm looking so forward to meet all you guys. Good deal. Yeah. So you're coming in from North Carolina? Exactly. I'm right outside Charlotte. I've been uh, teaching here for like 16 years. I'm originally from Texas, but I've been been teaching here for like 16 years, and I am just so honored, and I'm very proud to be a part of this elite group. I'm just looking so forward to meeting you guys. Well, we're hoping to blow your socks off. Well, Uh, The Masters Hall of Fame is a a unique organization with with a lot of special people, and, and I'm glad you're joining us. Out of sight, because I want my socks blown off, man. If I go somewhere, I want to get the best out of it. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> if you guys oh, come to me, I'm going to blow your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Woo! Right on. <laughs> <laughs> my kind That's of good people. stuff. 
All right. Right on. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah, we were just talking earlier, uh, Hanchi Dan, we were just talking earlier about, uh, uh, well, we have another uh, person on the line. We had to mute your mic, Rose, sorry, because you were you were echoing. Uh, but we had a Reiki practitioner on the line who was talking about how um, new age groups all over the world were turning Reiki into woo-woo and destroying the legitimacy and the integrity of of the practice of Reiki. And um, I was uh, just about to mention how that's kind of what's happening sometimes in the martial arts community where uh, people will basically make up their own styles and and kind of destroy the integrity integrity of, of uh, the roots that they yeah. claim to come from and, and stuff. Right. And uh, we were going to rant about that for a while. So. But if you want to talk about something else, but do you have any thoughts about that, Hanshi Dan? About well, we were, yeah, we were talking about politics too. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of it is a lot of it is based around politics. So exactly, you know, I you know I was gonna just tell you for the people in California how lucky you are to have the amount of diversity and martial arts to right. train with. Um, I'm in Ohio now in a small town. And there is a Shotokan school, one Shotokan school okay. In, okay. in the town. And then the other Shotokan instructor that he came from is in the next town over. Okay. And then the other Shotokan instructor that yeah. broke away from him is in another town, real close. So there's okay. really not a lot of diversity uh, of martial arts in, in these smaller uh, regions. Now, once I get into Columbus, mm-hmm. it's a little bit better, but... Uh, straight out here, there's not a lot, and and I just, I we just take it for granted that you're going to be able to go down the street and find somebody that is a quality to train with uh, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you don't have those same things out here in, in Ohio. So that was one of the things I wanted to say. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I mean California, California has has just from what I've noticed in Burbank and and the surrounding areas in LA and stuff like that has more martial arts schools within a given area than mm-hmm. Seattle does in the same area, yeah. right? right? Like in within within about a five-mile perimeter, there's four martial arts schools. You know, in yeah. L.A., <clears throat> Burbank, within a five-mile perimeter, you might have ten. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's, what? And they're all good, though. <laughs> and, it, and it's not, and they're they're all not good. bad. Yeah, they're all really well-respected martial artists in their own right. They, you know, and you think that, okay, well, my style is better than your style of crap. goes on all the time, everywhere. But when you come up to yeah. a small rural place, you got a black belt, maybe a first or second on, that's teaching. And when you talk mm-hmm. about uh, how they separate themselves from and make up their own style, well, this is kind of what happens. You know, they decide they're going to take, go out on their own and teach, but they don't get the blessing from their, their uh, instructor. Yeah. They're left without support, right? So they really don't know. Yeah. I mean, the second don is still pretty young in the martial arts. Uh, you, you start learning that second don, right? Definitely. Uh, first and yeah. second degree black belt. And what are they going to do? What are they going to teach their students past black belt? Exactly. exactly. You know, and so they make it up. And mm-hmm. I'm making it up because everybody else makes it up. <laughs> right. And I'm going to go exactly. from first degree black belt to ninth degree black belt in three years because right. that's my own system. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, well, it happens all the time. I bet it Rose, I bet Rose has something to Exactly. I bet Rose has something to say about this, about Reiki. Let me bring her line back up here. Rose, you're back on. And I have a, we yeah. have a question. We have a question for you, Rose. Um, when it comes to Reiki, you know, you and I both know that there's a, you know, specific way that, uh, you know, we get to a point where we can um, teach that kind of thing. And you heard Dan, uh, Hanchi Dan talking about, right. you know, Second dawn people going, well, I can't teach people past second dawn, so I'm just going to make crap up and uh, and go from there. You know what I mean? And it completely loses the flavor of the original system that they came from. Do you see that a lot in Reiki, too? I do. And the thing is, you know, you got people who try and slip in the back door. It's like, hi, I'm a practitioner, and uh, I'm a level two, and now I want to be a master. And I ask them, like, when did you receive your level two training? Who was your, you know, who was your sensei? And I question them. And, um, you know, sometimes they give me the right answer. Sometimes they don't. And I find a lot mm-hmm. of times they're trying to slip in the back door. And I don't do that. Like I had somebody say to me not too long ago, they sent me an email. I took Reiki level one and two in India, but they don't give certification. And now I want to be a master and I want you to teach me. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote to one. I wrote to a Reiki master teacher that I know in India and said, Look, clarify this to me. You don't give certification. There's no tangible certificate or proof. And he said, No. That's ridiculous. He said, Of course we give certification. <laughs> yeah, I kinda thought so. Okay. But it's like, as I say, it's like the integrity of each um, teacher. It, it, you know, I just feel, this is my own personal feelings, that all of us who practice Reiki, we're beholding to the teachings, not of every teacher that comes down the line, but we're all beholding to the teachings of the Sui Sensei. And there needs to be integrity and there needs to be respect because what happens is coming down the line, and especially in the West, from Mrs. Cotta on down, you you know, people are reinventing it, adding, taking away, talking about woo woo, talking whatever. And that a lot of people here yeah. don't even know what Reiki really is anymore because their teachers right. have brought in all this other crap, pardon my language. And this is what people are walking away from their Reiki classes thinking, Yeah, well this is Reiki, you know. Yeah. It's, it's shameful. Yeah, and the same thing happens in the martial arts, too. The same thing happens in the martial arts. People, You get the young people that go into a dojo or a kwan or uh, a gym, and, and they, they um, sorry, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to talk over my echo, and I'm finding out I'm doing it, so I'm just going to get rid of my, my uh, headset here. And people go in, and then they get, like, maybe a first level, like a yellow belt or something like that, and they 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 form this, this interpretation of what martial arts is, or they, right. or in this case, maybe they form an interpretation of what Shotokan is, let's just say. Um, and then when they meet someone who's like maybe a sixth or seventh Don or even a Hachi Don or something like that in Shotokan, they'll have no idea what that master is talking about because right. they haven't learned it. Because they learned right. from like a Nidon or something, you know, and and well, that Nidon made crap up. And but, it's, it's so here's bad. something that's funny. Here's something that's really funny. 
Um, am I back on the air? Yes, you are. Yeah, yes. you're on. Okay. Um, so you guys all know Robert Posman. He's my uh, he's one of my senior guys, right? Uh, yeah. Robert came, he trained in Japan, and he started his martial arts training uh, in ninjutsu and trained with the head of the clan in ninjutsu. Okay? So this, wow. this was the guy that trained. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the name of the system, but uh, it is a well-known historical document, you know, that says this is mm-hmm. the, the real deal in ninjutsu. So, and it starts with a B. Let's say um, Budokan, I don't know what it was, Bujin but Khan. whatever it was. Bujin, it's probably Bujin, Bujin, Khan, Bujin Khan. I think it's Bujin that Khan. That might be it. It might be it. Yeah. So, um, so he comes he comes to the United States, and he's a fourth-degree black belt from Japan, from the head instructor of the system, you know, the 10th generation of the system. He's a fourth doctor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He goes to the school in uh, – in, uh, Hollywood introduced mm-hmm. himself and they want him to start over. <laughs> instead of, wow. I mean, he instead of what are they teaching in Japan? That's not what we teach here. <laughs> and if it's and it's the same. They're they're claiming the same style, the same lineage, all that kind of stuff. And it was completely uh-huh. opposite. Now the, the the sunny side of this was he came and started training with me. And he's been training with me ever since. So, you know, I got a, a great mm-hmm. student with incredible depth. And, you know, we, we've been, you know, best friends ever since. But that's that ego thing we talked about earlier. You know, they don't want to admit that they were, uh, that they may not know everything. You know, so they, they downplayed his achievement right. as a fourth degree black belt. Exactly. Because... Who promoted? Who promoted the person who owns that dojo? And he just was—he didn't want to lose his, his credibility within his community, so he chased them out. Uh-huh. Exactly. And and you know, I'm I'm happy about that. Was you know, 28 years ago, and I'm happy about it because he's he's been training with me ever since, and I got the benefit from his knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's kind of the stuff that you know we're talking about. Kind of has crossover with, you know, there's always there's really nothing new under the sun. We all know exactly. that. Exactly. And, you know, how mm-hmm. we put it together and, and, you know, I'm I'm not pretty anymore. I'm old and slow and fat. But, mm-hmm. you know, I still love what I do. Um, and I don't have to prove it to anybody anymore either. So, because exactly. I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, the whole, like, the whole world of the politic and thing and and stuff and it, I don't know. I mean, it's it's I I just never understood why <clears throat> there there's rank police. Well, all that rank police go around I, I and look at them. Yeah, the the people that scream and yell and rant and rave. I look at them and I say, okay, what else have you done besides corrupt? What other successes do you have in mm-hmm. your life besides karate? Are you are you involved in any other organizations? Are you involved in a nonprofit? Are you a professional in another field? Or is your life wrapped around the the title that you gave yourself? Or the Dr. Soki Hanchi uh I don't know, M- Grand Pula. what do they call him now? Yeah, yeah, Grant 
what is it? I seen another one. Master of a uh, Masters of uh, Martial Science. Uh, Martial Science. Right? Oh, yeah, MMS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? An MMS. So that's a that's a new that's a new because uh, you know doctor seems kind of hokey and it, people actually have the transcripts. So uh, where'd you where'd you go to school? Uh, <laughs> it's honorary. <laughs> so now I've seen I've seen uh, uh, MM, uh, Masters of Martial Science is what I've seen recently. Wow. And it's still the same thing. Where'd you go to school? Uh, well, it's honorary. You don't get honorary master's degree, guy. You know, I'm an academic. I know. I know this stuff. So you don't get it. So anyway. Yeah. I could rant all day on that. I, I could really rant all day on master- that. I gotta look this up. A master's master of social science. science. Marshall science. Marshall. Master of Marshall science. Let me look this up. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, master's of Marshall science. Let's see. If that, you know, we should put a school together and just sell rank. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you guys are talking about, right? You know, well, I'm, I'm not seeing any. I'm not seeing anything about about you know the the title, but I mean I'm seeing schools, right? You know, I'm seeing no, but schools. They, they, it's the, you know, like I put on the on the end of my uh, signature box, uh, ML, uh, MLS, right? Master's level. Oh, study. here we go. Marshall science I, degree. Marshall science degree. Let's there see you here. Go. You can get you can get a BA degree in Marshall studies at the University of Bridgeport. You okay, can get that. May be a legitimate. That may be a legitimate. Right. It depends on the accreditation. Because there's a couple places yeah. out there. Uh, Kaplan is is doing a martial arts degree right now. Um, so, mm-hmm. and Kaplan's a well-known school, but it's exactly. it's not a martial arts, you know, master this. It's a martial arts business degree. How to run a okay. business? Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, you know, it's almost yeah. like a business oh, wow. certificate. Yeah, because like, okay, the curriculum for this, they actually listed the curriculum to get a BA at the universe, uh, University of Bridgeport. This is a full course thing. I mean, you got to learn. These are the yeah. major requirements, okay? And the, 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 all these classes are March, like, 101, 212, and stuff like that. So, anyway, you need March 212, History of the Martial Arts. March 213, mm-hmm. Martial Arts and East Asian Thought. 261, Psychosocial Aspects of Martial Arts. 245, Martial Arts School Development. 299, The Tao of Business. 300, Martial Arts and Research Methods. That's a legitimate is, degree. Right, yeah. right, right. That's wow. a legitimate so this degree. Legitimate. This, yeah. this goes and there's a couple of them there. I mean, Kaplan has one. Yeah. Uh, no, I just found out about that one. I'm glad to hear that one. But there's there's a couple other ones that are that have no accreditation. They they exist on the internet only, and there is no classroom. Yeah. There is no there's no requirement. There's no send me your send me your resume and we'll give you a rank. Oh, by the way, it's five hundred ninety five dollars. Mm-hmm. Hello. So, yeah. Yeah, you get to buy your rank. But yeah, this this particular uh, curricula at the University of Bridgeport, this is serious. And um, as well as doing, you know, Buddhism, Confucianism, Taoism, survey of the martial arts, communication and the martial arts, image and reality in the martial arts, you you have to do an internship and you got to present your senior thesis. Um, And you get to choose from. Yeah, you get to choose from three different uh, foundations. You can choose a uh, one, two, three, four, five, um, a five-part uh, Taekwondo track, one, two, three, four, five, a five-part Japanese martial arts track, uh, 
karate, kobudo, and kata kumite, and conditioning. Or you can choose a tai chi track, and that includes uh, uh, China, uh, the history of Chinese martial arts, issues in the Chinese martial arts, uh, the tai chi practical curricula, and qigong training. This is seriously a degree. This is this is this would take yeah. four years. Definitely. Exactly. Well, th- um, yeah, that to me that is that is noteworthy and and legitimate. And people that take those classes have something that that they can hang on. Hey, you know, this is a legitimate degree that's got transcripts. They, you actually mm-hmm. learn something there. It's not a fake degree, which means nothing. So yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that's that Bridgeport's that doing that, and Kaplan's doing it as well. I'm I'm really I happy about those so- those two. I wouldn't have dropped out of college if there was a a, a degree like that. You might be able to you, you might know? be able to get your bachelor's now through this uh, 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 University of Bridgeport if any of these are online. Oh, that's an idea. I'd have to look at that. I'll have to see if yeah. they do uh, the online thing because that's that's cool. Um, yeah, it is really yeah, cool. And, uh, but as far as martial sciences, I know that uh, here on uh, Yahoo Answers, uh, people are asking, have you ever heard of a Ph.D. in martial sciences? Um, and uh, and some of the answers say, yeah, you know, you'll get your Ph.D. if you pay for it and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> give us $500. And the certificates are hoarder. And the certificates are crazy looking. <laughs> so and, I'm gonna and, I'm gonna and, tell and, a funny story. Okay. I walked into this guy's this martial artist's house, and you know he he was an accomplished martial artist, but his ego was as big as his house. And I'm not kidding. The the degree he had for his honorary doctorate was like five foot by four foot. It was Hello. huge. Whoa! Wow! I was like, okay. Well, it must have cost him like 600 bucks just to frame the darn thing. Right? <laughs> it was no, crazy. Okay. <laughs> now, was the writing just bigger or was it regular writing all on something that's it, no, five it, by it four? No, it was big writing. It was, you know, oh, it was big writing. Yeah. Wow. It, it looked really nice, but how big does that have to be? <laughs> for two hundred extra dollars, you can get our general copy of your certificate. Hello, hello. <laughs> and this, oh and this really legitimizes you, right? Now you're now you're super legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're five. You're five foot. Five foot tall and four foot wide, legitimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People are really going to be impressed by you now. Hey, hey, can I, can I, can I come in here with something? Sure. Hello. Am I sure. okay? Hello. Okay. You let me, are on. You let, are on. Okay. Let me start off by by saying this: some of the old ancient stories about martial arts uh, as beginners, and especially when you're trying to explain rank. And I don't really remember where some of these stories come from, but I know as a as an interest an interested practitioner of, of martial arts, even from very young. You read whatever comes across, you know, because you're yeah. interested in martial arts. So you read things. Yeah. And one of the stories that stuck with me is, is how rank got started from the first place. And it just started out as a, and I use this story, it just started out as, you know, you just use the belt to hold your, your gear together, yeah. you know. Right. Use it to hold your gear together. It's a white belt. 
And the more experience you have in going to to your dojo or wherever you work out, the belt got dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. Right. And you you know, you wash your gi, but you wouldn't wash the belt because it showed experience. It showed experience. It showed time yep. in the mm-hmm. system. The magic word is time in the system. So uh, mm-hmm. In my years of training, the more and more I stick to trying to develop ways to get my message across, the more I learn. And I learn from my students as well. I learn from the environment as well. How can I help myself, help my students? And experiences are so mm-hmm. important. So I came up with a philosophy not long ago that says, no man's endorsement will ever be more valuable than one's efforts and struggles they endure to reach their goals. So you can write on mm-hmm. any kind of certification. You can get it from anybody that says, yes, this man is legit. But let me tell you something. When you find somebody who's got enough experience and passion in what he's doing to get his message across to you, that is a valuable teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's right. Well said, yeah. So, Bob. Do you have any random ah. raves? Considering we, we've only got like 10 minutes to the show. I don't know where the time has gone. Me just trying to figure out why my connection isn't working. But we had nothing planned. See, for yeah, we had nothing planned. Yes, sir. You know, but you, do you know what I noticed? And I was going to mention this, but there was a lot of interesting conversation going on. You had mentioned at one point not long ago that you were taking your earphones off. If you took them off, that solved your problem because I couldn't hear your echo anymore. Oh, <laughs> well, we figured out it was it was uh, <laughs> no, it was Rose's line. <laughs> it okay. was Rose's so line. Took, that, uh, so you took your earphones yeah. off. It was like, well, I don't hear the echo anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. When I when I took the earphones off, I uh, I think Bob muted Rose or I muted Rose because I had to. Yeah, but anyway, so okay. it was. I, I did, I did. So, since yeah. we've got him on the line, why don't we ask Hanshi Dan how the Masters is coming? We've got two ambassadors and Dr. and CEO on the line all at the same time from three three out of the four, four corners of the country. So, what's going on, Dan? I missed all that, but I'm doing good. Oh, good. So, we want... We want you missed everything I just said. <laughs> no, how's it going? How's the Masters coming? What direction are we going in? What's oh, the, the Masters. Masters. Okay. All right. We got some good stuff going on. You know, with my relocation to Ohio, we're we're going to start doing things differently. Uh, we have to. You know, I can't I can't run a California event from Ohio. So I'll be working with Sensei Dai and relieving some of the. Um, administrative details over to that administrative team that's going to run uh, California. Next year, mm-hmm. well, 2016, I, I'll probably end up having an event in Columbus. I'm, I want to pl- I plan on announcing it uh, at the Masters Hall of Fame this year. Uh, I haven't got the oh. details worked, worked out, but I, I plan to do that in the next couple of weeks. Um, so I will run the, the event in Columbus uh, with Dana and I will be running this one uh, for the East Coast and Central America, or Central United States people. Um, and mm-hmm. what else? We got, uh, 
uh, international venue coming. It's either going to be Switzerland or uh, Venezuela. We're still waiting to work out those different logistics, uh, but that's, that is in the works, and it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Uh, if I can uh, separate Dana from other stuff that I have her doing and have her focus on Masters Hall of Fame, she'll run all three, the administrative side of all three of them, and then it will be great. What was I going to tell you? I was going to tell you something important. <laughs> too many kicks ahead. That's important. Uh, yeah, too many <laughs> that kicks was ahead. important. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Masters is. Oh, I know. I have to go back to the police academy this year. Believe it or not, that my California post didn't fully transfer to Ohio, so I've got to do 350 hours of um, extra work at the police academy. So I'm I'm not going to be finishing my doctorate this year. Wow! Uh, I took a I took the rest of the year off, so I'm going to finish that in December. I'll be done with the, the police stuff, and then in January I'll finish my last two classes. But I'll start back up and finish my last two classes and write my dissertation in 2016. But uh, I plan on having three events next year: one in California, one in uh, Columbus, and one internationally. In 2016, or three, uh, three, one in one in Texas, one here, and one in uh, California. So those are the goals for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year wow. we're gonna get through this year wow. and you know work on it. But things are really moving. We got a lot of great people that want to be involved in the Masters Hall of Fame, are excited about our message, and excited about the things that we do uh, as a, as an organization. For instance, donate money to Royal Family Kids Camp. Donate money to Spark Worldwide. We just got a, uh, an interest, a request to donate money to, um, I forgot the, the the club or the, the nonprofit name, but it was one of my professors that sends a foster child to a full ride to college. A foster, wow. student, a foster child that gets a full ride to college. It's something being angel. Or be my angel, and that and wow. that's one of the people. That's one of the organizations I plan on supporting this year from the Masters Hall of Fame revenues. And you know, it, those are the kind of things that, to me, are really, really important to do. It separates us from everybody else out there. Right. You know, this isn't right. about. Uh, you know, and making money is not a bad thing. And I and I don't want to discourage anybody from making a living because making a living is important. But in our mm-hmm. organization, the the revenue that we generate, we use it for the nonprofits that, that to support some of these other nonprofits. Um, you know that that right. just separates us a little bit from the others. So, by the way, anybody that's listening out right there that is not a member of the Association of Masters, they need to get their membership. We don't push that enough. Definitely. Right. I was a founding member in 08. Check I know out. you were. <laughs> yes, you uh, were. So, so do, I know do you have the new certificates? No, I don't. Did you see the new certificates? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. They're, they're unbelievable. Are, are they five foot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not five foot by four foot, no. They're not. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dan is going to get extremely busy because uh, it's it's the final week that and then oh, everything's due in the Masters from the from the uh, uh, 
from the nominees. And I guess they're you're about a little over halfway of the acceptable count for the nominees because of our venue size this year. Is that correct? Right. We're at 30, rate, uh, 30 inductees right now, so we can only take 20 more. Um, and right now is, you know, the next week is when everybody tries to get them in. But 50 is all we got. So, okay. you know, if if you're an ambassador out there that hasn't – and you're there, your inductees are waiting until the last minute, they're going to be a guest. They're not going to be an inductee because yeah. I only have room for 50. Um, you know, I and it, it's the same thing every year. We The last month is when everything happens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to run a run an organization that way when you, know, you have bills throughout, throughout the year. And, you know, two months out of the year is when your revenue comes in, but your bills right. go out through the whole year. So. It's very, very difficult to run an organization like that. But, uh, uh, you know, we've been managing really well with the, the people that we have on board. We have some phenomenal leaders that, uh, such as yourself and, and uh, Rusty that are involved with the Masters Hall of Fame. Without you, we couldn't do the things we do. You know, just just couldn't do it. Uh, and, again, you know, I, I'm just the figurehead at the top of this organization. You guys do all the work. At the beginning of the show that there is, it's not like in the past, we, this will be our sixth year that we sold out, but in the past, we've always been able to pledge, you know, when we reach capacity, you've always been able to add extra tables, open up a wall. We can't right. do that this year. No, we don't. There's no room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, since you've been there, though, Dan, can you describe the venue? I I understand from you it's spectacular. Oh, my gosh. It's the Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, it was the site of the first Academy Awards. Um, Check that yeah, out. Yeah, just gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous. Right across from uh, the Man Chinese Theater, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, 10 minutes away from the museum, the Martial Arts History Museum, which I want people to go see whether they're, you know, I'll set up a couple tours for um, just the the venue is out of this world. One thing I got to warn everybody about is the parking. The parking is also out of this world in cost. So okay. uh, we got to find, <laughs> and you don't want to park on the street because they're going to tow your stuff. So okay. you, you got to right. find, you got to work that parking limit, a uh, parking thing out. I think parking is thirty five dollars. Wow. Oh yeah. man. I'm like, wow. really thirty five bucks? <laughs> but parking's crazy. I, I'm the conference I'm going to right now in Chicago. My the room is one hundred and sixty four dollars, <throat> parking sixty five. Hello, oh my god! That's crazy! Oh my god! Oh my yeah. gosh! That's nuts! Well, that's, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I'm lucky this is... everyone. Yeah. Time's up. That's that's, that's crazy. So, yeah, time's up. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we could talk about the Masters Hall of Fame forever. But yeah, thank good you stuff. so much, Hanchi Dan, for joining us, and Professor McDaniel, thanks, thanks for, for joining us, and Bob, thanks for being a cool, awesome co-host as normal, and tune in next <laughs> week, folks, um, while we have more people from the Masters Hall of Fame nominations list that will be joining us. So we'll have uh, Rocky Twitchell, I think, joining us next week. So tune in yeah, next deal. week. We'll see everyone next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.